the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And yes, indeed, we have the winning combination today because we have leading off with us the award-winning score volunteer, Lucy Polito. How are you doing, Lucy? I am doing wonderful, and I hope that you are as well. I think I am, but thank you for asking and wishing that. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show, but of course this show is all about score and everything that score's got going on. And as we told you last week, they, there's going to be a big Let's, let's say winging. It's going to be a big event, score networking, networking opportunity, and a great chance to just come on out and meet all of us, meet score volunteers. And that's coming up in September. What was it again? September what day? 13th. September the 13th. And that's a Tuesday, we think it is. And we'll double oh, check. No, okay. Yeah, we'll double check. 13 is not a day. is a. It's a Wednesday. Oh, yeah, Wednesday. It's not 13th. Wednesday. Yes. Wednesday. All right. Wednesday, the 13th in September. Come on out to the National Entrepreneur Center in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall right there on the West End, just off McGuire. Lots of free parking there. And this event, as I said, it's going to be a great networking opportunity. It's going to go on all day long, starting at 10 o'clock in the morning. The, door, the doors will open an hour earlier than that. So you can come on out and have a lot of fun, meet a lot of great people, and help uh, boost your business. Right, Lucy? That's right. It's an opportunity to do a lot of networking. We'll have some very interesting people. Uh, We are going to have a very special guest. Uh, It's going to be a surprise, so I'm not going to spoil the surprise. And, you know, I just want to make a correction that that, uh, I made a mistake last week when I said the event was going to be free. but it, it's not. It's going to cost $20, which is really at the end of the day for all the stuff that you're going to get. It's going to be a terrific deal. So this is an opportunity for uh, everyone who's got a small business and everyone who wants to promote their business. This is the way to do it. Networking is the best way to really get uh, some leads for your business. Let your business be known to the community. So please take advantage of that because it is an opportunity. We only do this once a year, and we try to do a very good job with that. So uh, there's a lot of planning going on. There's a lot of uh, hope that uh, things will go well, and uh, we are going to be doing as best as we can to try to convince you that SCORE is the place to come when you need help. All right. Wednesday, September the 13th. In the meantime, you can pre-register and get those tickets, $20 each, at orlando.score.org, orlando.score.org. And if you've already signed up for the newsletter, pardon me, you will get alerts for events like this. And, of course, you can sign up for the newsletter anytime. 
and uh, that way you'll know ahead of time what is happening and how to get prepared for it and what to do because a lot of these events that SCORE is doing are networking opportunities, and there's always something going on at SCORE, whether it's a webinar, one of the workshop classes, or a Coffee with a Leader presentation. Uh, SCORE has always got something going on. And other than special events like this, everything that SCORE has to offer, whether it's a mentorship or whether it's an educational presentation, it comes at the bargain basement inflation-proof price of, once again, Lucy, how much? You know, you always make me say that word. I think I'm going to go to hell for staying <laughs> Oh, no, you won't. You're going to go to heaven uh, because it is how much? She's it is. <laughs> now I have to say it three times. <laughs> okay, it is absolutely no charge, ladies and gentlemen, because of great sponsors and grants. SCORE can do this at no charge. There's never been a charge for the mentorship program and the educational programs. It was always a minimal charge. And as you, the $20 ticket for an all-day event uh, is also, as you can understand, a minimal charge, especially when you see what you're going to get. So come on out and join us on Wednesday, September the 13th. We will be doing a live remote broadcast of my other radio show. So, uh, we foc- But we will be focusing on SCORE that night. So, once again, we would love to see you come on out. Who knows? We might even put you on the air. All right. So that brings us to our guest today. Perhaps she will be there. And she is Connie Jones of Rimco Marketing Products. Connie, how are you today? I'm fantastic. How are you guys doing? Quite well, thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah. So you haven't been on the show before, so we'd like to get acquainted with the guest before we get to, you know, the business side of things. So tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, uh, what you might have studied in school, what you did after school. Uh, up to what you're doing now. <clears throat> okay. Well, I was uh, born and raised in Orlando. I've lived here my whole life. Uh, graduated from Edgewater High School. Uh, went to New York to um, study art and uh, fashion. And in the meantime, in school, got married, started having children, came home. <laughs> and there wasn't much going on in Orlando in the early 70s as far as art and fashion. You needed to be in New York or Dallas or Atlanta, someplace like that. So I um, I, start, I started my career working at a Florida gas company here in Orlando and left there at around 29 thinking, you know, I'm never going to get anywhere. This is a man's business. I need to find something else I can do. So I was um, hostessing at a local restaurant and a gentleman came in and said, well, what are you doing here? You know, you get a lot of that when you're young woman. You know, this is, yeah, this is my background. You know, this is what I've done in the past. And he said, well, I've got, you know, you should do what I do. And I said, okay, I'll try it. I think when you're at that age, 28 to 30, you're looking for something, you're making changes in your life. And I thought, you know, this is great. I'll try this. And um, it was, it was packaging. It was, I started selling uh, binders, menu covers, things like that for um, a company, Georgia Pacific, when they were in the packaging business, the custom side, which is what I do. And uh, went on from there. Um, They sold all of the factories I worked with and asked those of us that were working with them to um, 
be independents, to establish our own company and, and rep them. So that's where I started repping as an independent, started with those three factories and then fanned out into all kinds of products. So what we do now, I represent factories in the U.S. We have offshore factories we work with, and we meet with clients and sit down and find out what it is they want in their branding, what kind, you know, their ideas. And then we take their ideas and let them know how they can produce, be produced, manufactured, so to speak, um, and say, you know, and have it come in in budget because okay. that's always the, you know, that's always the... The problem, you know, you design a Cadillac, but they've got a bicycle budget. So you have to kind of marry those together and give sure. them, you know, as right. much as they, as much as you can for the budget that they've got. And it's been a great ride. Um, well, I like love it. this. Mm -hmm. I love the people I work with. Um, the factories are fabulous. Some of them I've been waiting, working with over 30 years. In fact, a few of them have retired and closed and I'm still working. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, um, it's been a long career and a fun career. You know, and over that time span, Lucy, uh, a lot of people have found themselves sort of doing the same thing that they used to do for a company, but now they are independent contractors because of the changing nature of the business world itself. And so, you know, this this has been, I guess you could say, a sort of a blessing in disguise because uh, it makes these people more independent. And in Connie's case, obviously, she's succeeded at it. Yeah, and uh, you're right. I mean, I guess uh, many of us have started in a particular type of business and we seem to like it. And so we continue with it. And some businesses lend themselves for you to become independent. So it's a great opportunity to, uh, you know, uh, you when you're starting out and you're looking for a job, you never know where you're going to wind up. And so mm -hmm. this is a perfect example. You know, you were going to be maybe a, an artist of some sort or designer or like, and look at where you wound up. And now you're very successful, doing very, very well something you never even thought about had it not been for that particular job at the beginning. So right. just no, never know which way the world is turning. Mm -hmm. Would you still well, be? That's what I, I'm sorry, go yeah, ahead. That's what I've tried to do. Go ahead. No, I was, you go ahead, please. <laughs> that's what I, I try to tell young people and my grandkids uh, that are in college right now, you know, if, if you're focused and that's what you want to do, that's great. But you never know where life's going to lead you. And, you know, you may study one thing and then it turns into something totally different. And uh, you just have to, you know, have a little faith and, and, and keep going. Yes, indeed. And that's why it's important that, that everyone understand basic business principles of how businesses are run. Uh, you know, it should be taught, you know, at some level of high school, I would think. So that, you know, just in case, because I do believe that this trend is here to stay. If anything, it's it's going to just continue to be this way as technology makes it easier for people to do, you know, work from home. So in remote locations. So uh, and that means more and more are going to be paid as independent contractors and need to know the ins and outs of what that means, because it does mean you're in business for yourself. So 
That's another you know, reason. Go ahead, Lucy, please. I was going to say, you're absolutely right. I think maybe high school might be a little bit early, but perhaps if you decide to go to college, maybe the first class or the first semester, if you will, should be a business class because that will open up your eyes to what the reality is going to be, no matter what what major you're taking, no matter what uh, career you're choosing. I mean, business is always involved in anything and everything. So you really should learn the basics of that. And I think that's a, something that schools don't teach. They don't teach it in high school, teach it in college, unless you're yeah. actually studying thing related to business. All right. Well, in the meantime, you can learn all of that at SCORE, and we'll be right back with more of What's the Score? We are back. We are What's the Score? And we want to thank you for telling your friends and family about the show. We really do appreciate that. Lucy Polito and myself, Christopher Hart, are today joined by Connie Jones of Remco Marketing Products. Before we go any further, Connie, why don't you give out your website, if you would, please? Okay, it's Remco, R-I-M-C-O-I-N-C dot com. Okay, Remco Inc dot com. R-I-M-C-O-I-N-C dot com. Okay, so... R-I-M is in Mary. I'm sorry? Yes. R is in R-I-M. Right, yes. Okay, Remco. All right. (laughs) And why Remco, by the way? No reason. We tried to make it stand for something years ago, um, but it really doesn't. It just seemed to be a name that worked for a while, we had resource industries for marketing concepts, which, which was a mouthful. So it's just Remco, you know, just the the letters, and that's it. I got you. I got doesn't you. Really mean anything. Resource industries. I can see the. I can see the relationship now. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we were just talking about how the the job market has changed, but also you were describing uh, Georgia Pacific and how it changed the way it was doing business, where it used to be in-house production, and then they outsourced it. And that seems to be a trend that's a phenomenon that's here to stay as well, Connie. Any any indication that it's it's not going to do anything but continue to be that way and and even more so? Uh, You know, I don't really know. I think there's a lot of companies that are for sale right now. And uh, small businesses, I know the larger ones that I'm working with right now, the larger companies, they seem to be gobbling up a lot of the smaller companies. Um, And um, I don't really like it because I like working with the factories when they're a little bit smaller, you get more personal service. And what happens when they gobble them up is that people are let go. You have a customer service person that's handling a lot of different factories, so to speak, and some of them, they don't know what's going on. They're looking at a screen and they'll say, well, I'll have to check that. You don't have the back and forth relationship with the factories that you used to have once they do that and they become too big. So that part of the industry, I don't I don't care for. Um, so I don't know if that answers your question or not. No, I, I think it does. The as I said, this is all changing, and, and and individuals are going to have to be more nimble, kind of whether they want to or not, right, Lucy? Isn't that the bottom line here? Yeah, I think you're right. That's absolutely right. Um, and you know, a lot of small businesses start small, and then eventually 
they either have uh, a new product, a new service that some other guy is going to come along and offer uh, to buy the company. And a lot of people are happy doing that. I mean, some of them just for that purpose, that to have a small company, make it grow to a certain degree, and somebody will come along and buy it. And, uh, you know, that's another way of making money, I guess. They'll go on to the next idea. So tell us what exactly marketing products Remco provides. We um, <clears throat> we sit with our clients and we have made anything that you can put a logo on. So it's a binder, it's a box, it's a tote bag. We do a lot with the resort industry timeshare here in Orlando. Um, and so they have owner kits. So we work with them and we develop the, the packaging for all of their collateral. I'm not a printer. I don't offer printing to my clients. I work with printers and I work with agencies and of course the corporate clients just to bring it all together so that it works. Um, but that's, you know, that's the one side of our business that I've been doing for, you know, 40 years. The other side is probably 30 years ago, we did start selling promo products, which of course, you know, all of the stuff that is made overseas, sent here, and then you just put the client's logo on, on there. So we're kind of a one-stop shop or have been for many years for them. So we can make the carrier, we can make the pieces that go in it, we can kit it, and we can actually ship it for them. Um, the industry has changed a lot. We used to do a lot of that. More and more printers have taken on that because they've got these huge warehouses. So they inventory things for clients. So our business has kind of come back to where it was probably 20 years ago, where we're basically just designing, producing and delivering, which is the part that I like anyway. I didn't like so much having to warehouse things and keep inventory and all of that. And we're not really staffed up to do that right now. So um, it's worked out well for us because I'm kind of back where I'm comfortable in the, in the design area of it. All right. And Lucy, go ahead. Uh, yeah. No, ask, are most of your clients uh, here in Orlando or you obviously, uh, you do a big business. So I assume you're all over the nation, but we are. Have well, what, yeah, what has been, you know, interesting is that when I started working in the timeshare business, it's a lot of people and a lot of money, but it's a small group. And so when one would move, when people get in a certain industry and you find it not just in timeshare, but in hospitality, a lot of the hospitality and a lot of other places. So when you've worked with these people and they go to a new company, they take you with them. And so that's basically how our business has grown. So we do, we do business all over the country. We, you know, design and have things made here and ship it to the Caribbean. So it's, um, you know, it's, it's allowed our company to grow and yet stay small here in Orlando. So while we've got, it, everybody thinks, oh, well, you're a small company. You've got such a small, yeah, we have a small footprint, but we've got a big reach and we've got a lot of talented people in manufacturing that can fulfill the needs of uh, large clients. And we have some small clients that we, you know, still take care, make a hundred binders a year for them. Um, you know, so it's, it's all, all kinds of businesses that need help with their branding. Okay. And once again, the website is Rimco Inc.com R I M as in Mary 
C-O-I-N-C, RemcoInc.com. And what, what is the, the most popular or, or seems to be the most effective, uh, uh, and it doesn't have to be a, a particular item, but maybe a, a general category. Uh, if, if somebody comes to you and they say, I want, I want to put my logo on something, uh, what would you suggest would be the most effective type of item? Well, it depends on your industry. So obviously, if you're in the hospitality industry, maybe you're going to give them a tote bag or maybe you're going to give them an umbrella with your name on it. Um, If they're in technology, you're going to give them a USB drive or you're going to give them a power bank or something like that. So you have to kind of um, or maybe you design a box and you're sending out something and you put these items in it. So you have to kind of tailor the product based on the industry. binders 10 years 15 years ago they kept telling us people are going to quit quit printing we're going to go paperless nobody's going to have any paper anymore have you ever tried to look for something that's two or three years old or maybe 10 years in your computer and you can't find it but if it's in a binder you can find it so what we're finding is the the thing that was going to be totally eliminated the binders we're going to go paperless they're coming back we're doing binder scan <laughs> and i didn't i didn't think that would be the case but the last year we've done a lot of loose leaf binders for a lot of different companies you know it's interesting you say that because right before we started this program, I was looking for a piece of paper. I'm, I'm doing a real estate deal and I was looking for a piece of paper that I need and I couldn't find it on the computer and I thought, oh, I think I have a copy of it. And sure enough, I found it in my binder. So you're right. absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. Because in order to find something, you got to find the date, you know, mm-hmm. at least for me anyway, because who knows right. how I found it. So I had to look for kind of the year and I couldn't find it and I thought, Oh, I think I have a copy. So let me go get it. And I did. That's all. Problem solved. All right. Since you don't get rid of paper stuff. (laughs) All right. So if you want to solve your marketing products problem, go to remcoinc.com. Rem, R I M C O.com. Remcoinc.com. So thank you. Uh, The, um, you were saying that you've gone back to a place where you don't have to inventory stuff like that so much anymore. And, you know, the supply chain interruptions are, were pretty severe there for a while. Uh, how did that, uh, was that what sort of pushed you back in that other direction or was it more uh, the, the business itself changed? I think it, um, I think what, what happened was the, printers, the larger printers, the printers are buying up printers all the time, getting bigger and bigger. And so they um, wanted to do more for their clients. So a lot of the stuff that I used to do, they said, well, you can come to us and and we can just do it. We can store it for you. We can keep a live inventory for you. We can do all of this wonderful stuff. And that's great because I don't want to do it. I want to make it and sell it and ship it and bill it. And that's it. <laughs> so um, really, it it kind of kind of helped me because it our business got smaller um, over the past four, five years. I had less people working for me so I can do more with less people because I'm we're back now doing our core business. We're not doing all of these little peripheral things that we did to take care of our clients to keep them happy. We've kind of come back to our core of what we did years ago. And for me, I like that. 
um, I don't want to grow to the point where I've got a warehouse and people and forklifts and pallets and all of this kind of stuff. So um, it would be wonderful. Maybe if I was 40 years younger, I might, you know, get on that boat and take that ride, but not now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, it's nice to have a choice as to which boat you want to sail in. All right. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation with Connie Jones of Remco Marketing Products. You can find more about it at RimcoInc.com, R-I-M as in Mary, C-O-I-N-C.com, RimcoInc.com. And while you're on the Internet, also don't forget to go to Orlando.score.org and get your tickets for the big festival on Wednesday, September the 13th at the Orlando Fashion Square Mall and the National Entrepreneur Center on the West End there. It's going to be an all-day event. Doors will open at 9, the event begins at 10, and who knows when it will end. We'll be right back with more of What's the Score. Okay, we're back. We are What's the Score. Thanks again for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Lucy Polito and myself, Christopher Hart, are joined today by Connie Jones of Remco Marketing Products. And we're just talking about her business in particular and sort of the, the changing nature of that particular business in general. And as, as I w- we went into the break there, you were, you were talking about how uh, you're, the way you're approaching the business, you're, you're part of it, your market share uh, has changed because the, the printers, like the retail printers that you would go to, they're offering more and more now and they can warehouse things and like that. But, but how did the, the, the COVID uh, lockdowns and the pandemic and all of that sort of thing affect you because, you know, you can still do business, but a lot of the individuals I take it that you would be selling to weren't able to give their products to individuals because of the lockdowns and the like. So just kind of walk us through how you had to deal with that. Well, a lot of the ordering stopped. Of course, your your in-person meetings stopped, and that's what I loved about my business is sitting around a table with um, a team and coming up with ideas and solutions for them. So all of that stopped, but being in Florida, we still had people coming here on vacation. So I would say probably 60% of my business, which was, still is, hospitality and timeshare, Uh, It kept going. They still needed stuff. They had people coming in. In the very beginning, we were selling, um, you know, hand sanitizers, masks, things like that. Everybody that had a finger at all in the business, the promo business was, you know, they were getting calls for that. So that was a lot of the business during COVID. But um, we we were a, you know small group before covid and so we just worked from home and learned how to work using zoom or now a lot of people are using the teams and they had started doing that a couple of years before covid so we kind of had our feet wet and i think most of the companies were able to make that switch without much trouble of staying in touch with their customers and and keeping the business rolling. Things slowed down for sure. We didn't, you know, our business, we lost probably 50% of it, but we didn't lose the customers. As soon as they came back, you know, as soon as things opened back up, we were ready to go. Um, 
And a lot of the stuff that we were having made at that time was made overseas. And then we had some logistics problems with the ships, you know, things like that, um, ports being closed. But um, we're like everybody else. You just, you know, make up your mind you're going to survive and put your nose to the grindstone. And we're all still standing. So we're happy. <laughs> okay. All right. The uh, effect of AI on business is growing uh, exponentially. Uh, how, is there any indication to you that it's going to move into your industry? Because still, your 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 industry is based on human interaction. So mm-hmm. at at some point, you know that is going to continue. Uh, is is there any like debate or talk in the industry about how it may affect your business? I've listened to some people talk about it creatively, how they want it to work. Um, I write, quite frankly, I don't understand it that much. Um, and I don't know that it's going to affect the way I do business. If I could find a young person that wanted to come in here that, you know, I could have like an apprentice that has that kind of um, knowledge or wants to go in that direction, I would certainly be open to to listening to them and making some changes that could benefit our company and our, and our clients. But I don't, um, I mean, I, I, I get calls every day. I have to go through my email. I probably delete seven or 800 emails a day of just people reaching out instead of making phone calls over email saying, Hey, I can get leads into you. Uh, you know, I can do this and I can do that. It's all technology. It's all technology driven. And I do think that a lot of the, what I do, especially in the promotional product line is going to go that way. People are it's like they order on Amazon. They're going to, you know, find a company online. They're going to order it, have it printed and ship it. But the very custom stuff where you have to really talk to a person, sit down, draw it out on paper, send it to your factory, figure out how to have it made. They're not going to do that online. So that's that's I'm focusing on that until somebody can show me a better way to do it. And I haven't seen it yet. You, you know, Lucy, one of the things that's important to any business is, for lack of a better way to put it, customer service. And mm-hmm. it seems to me that that's what distinguishes a lot of successful businesses from the ones that aren't successful is the customer service. And technology can only go so far uh, with t- with customer service, don't you think? Well, I agree with you 100 percent. But, you know, I sometimes wonder the younger generation is not, you know, they're impatient. Uh, they don't like to call anybody and. Maybe when they do, it's because they're mad because of whatever problem may have come up. But I wonder if that's that's certainly true for people that I, I'm going to say that are, say, 35 and above in age. I'm not sure about the younger people. You know, I'm, I'm no longer in the working world, so I don't know. But just from walking around and, and seeing how people behave, uh, the younger people, you know, they're so used to this machine that they don't care. And the, the machine gives them an instant reply when maybe something they don't like to hear or read, but there's a reply on the spot. No human can do that. Now, 
if the problem becomes a big problem, of course, they'll have to talk to a human. And I just don't know, you know, how well received that will be for the younger generation. That, that's my opinion. Okay. Uh, the Once again, our guest today is Connie Jones of Remco Marketing Products. Remcoinc.com is the website. R-I-M as in Mary, C-O-I-N-C.com, Remcoinc.com. And we were just talking about the uh, the effects of uh, COVID and AI on the industry, but your your industry, it would seem to me, is a good bellwether, especially for Central Florida in particular, because as you said, uh, you're you're still doing a lot of work, most of your work, with the tourist industry, and so, but but is it isn't that kind of true, even in a different part of the country? where these products are kind of an indicator of the health of the economy. In other words, if people are buying and using a lot of these products, things are going good. If not, things are not going good. And perhaps uh, in, when times are bad and you see the business pick up, that might be a forerunner of the economy turning around. Is, is that fair to say? I think so, yeah. And most of what we sell, okay, to our clients is for their customers so that they're treating their customers good. They're taking care of their customers. So the things that they give them are like soft touches of feel good, make them feel good about, you know, this company. I love this company because they do this and they do that. And they're always there and they give me these things. And so you, they, they start this, they try to develop this brand love and you do it by paying attention and, and, having these little niceties for them, having things when they show up just a little bit nicer, a little bit extra service. And they're learning. My understanding is that they're able to do a lot of things like, you know, automatic check-in. You don't have to go and talk to the people at the front desk. You can go right to your room. So they're using technology to take care of the things that a person used to take have to take care of so that their employees can be of more service to the guest. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I would think especially they can, do, they can do other things for them rather than, you know, having them stand behind a desk. They can actually interact with them. So we we see a lot of that. And and a lot of the the products that we do are reinforce that to the to the guest okay as you said uh, these products if you're looking for a a marketing product for your business they can help customize that for you that's the whole idea is that the product works best for you to get your message across via the product itself so if you'd like to set up an appointment they can do that via your website right somebody wants to can, yes, they can contact us. They can tell us what they're looking for. Uh, and then we will ask them, would you rather, it says, you know, a response by email, you can give us your email or you can give us your phone number and we will contact you, um, your your preference, what you prefer. But if it's something really involved, we would prefer to give you a phone call and, and talk through it. Okay. The website, once again, rimcoinc.com, R-I-M. As in Mary, C-O-I-N-C dot com, Remco Inc dot com. And 
when we come back uh, from the break, uh, we'll continue the conversation with Connie Jones. But once again, I want to remind you to get your tickets for Wednesday, September the 13th, an all-day great networking opportunity at the SCORE offices in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall, actually also inside the National Entrepreneur Facilities, which are great state-of-the-art facilities, ladies and gentlemen. Going to be speakers there. We're going to be doing a live remote broadcast of my other radio show and the American Adversaries. And then, of course, uh, it's, it's going to be a full day of networking. And you can get your tickets. There is a charge for this, but it's only $20. And you get those tickets at Orlando.score.org. Go to Orlando.score.org. And I'm sure there'll you know, be some uh, at the gate that day, but if you want to make sure you, everything's pre-registered for you and everything's ready to go, please do get your tickets ahead of time online at orlando.score.org. Okay, we'll be right back with more of What's the Score. We're back. We are What's the Score, and we want to thank you for tuning in. I am Christopher Hart, along with Lucy Polito, and our guest today, Connie Jones of Remco Marketing Products. And before we get back to that conversation, though, I'd like to remind you that Score has been on the radio for how many years now? Eight or nine years, getting the message out to a mass audience right here in Central Florida. You have advertisers who are on radio all the time, and the reason for that is radio is effective. It's still one of the most Listen to it is actually the most listened to format in the country. More people listen to the radio than watch TV, and believe it or not, more people listen to the radio during the week than they are on the computer. How can that be? Well, sometimes they use the computer to listen to the radio. So you can get your message out either over the airwaves or over the Internet by coming right here to Salem, Orlando, Salem Media Group Orlando. They have great uh, people here. Salem Surround is now set up to surround Orlando with your message either over the airwaves or on the Internet. And, of course, both. They can integrate all of that together to make it most effective for you. All you have to do is go to surroundorlando.com or Google Salem Surround. Go to surroundorlando.com or Google Salem Surround. And then you can also call at 407-618-1760, 407-618-1760. And please tell the great folks here at Salem Media Group Orlando that is Salem Media Group's News Talk Station of the Year, that you heard about it on the What's the Score show. Okay, back to the conversation with Connie Jones. And, Lucy, you had a question for Connie. Yeah, Connie, I was uh, interested in knowing, you know, based on your experience and the type of clients that you had and have, uh, you know, what do you tell these folks or how do you advise them how to spend their money wisely in the products that they're going to uh, basically buy uh, to give to their customers to make sure that, you know, today everything is expensive. So you, when you make an investment in a gift, no matter what size it is, you really have to think about it because you want to make sure that they keep it, that they save it, that they are appreciative of it. So, what type of products would you recommend to some of these organizations? Well, I think since the 1960s, plastics have taken over our industry in a lot of ways. Um, I start out, started out selling vinyl binders, which a binder is kept for a long time. But today, um, everything is made out of plastic. 
um, grocery bags that you were given that are non-woven. We sell tons of those to, to people and they, they give them out. But even non-woven means that it's got plastic in it. Um, recycled pop bottles. We make clothes out of them. We wash those clothes. Microplastic organisms get in our waterways. And, you know, it's, it's, it's destroyed. In Florida, especially, we've got the coral. We've got our ocean all around us. And it is a real problem. So I got interested in this years ago. I went to uh, the ocean cleanup, young man that, um, is pushing he he actually produces um it's not a boat but it's it's like a i forget what they call them but they put them in rivers and it collects the plastic it gets it out of the the rivers before it gets to the ocean and so we try to you know we're trying to push people instead of getting a plastic water bottle why don't you get a metal one or a glass one use metal or glass, um, instead of giving out this non-woven, which is very cheap, how about a cotton or a linen or a burlap that can be washed, that can be used over and over? It's a hard sell because it does cost more money. You're looking at a product that's going to cost you a dollar or one that's going to cost you five dollars. But if you can just, you know, get the conversation going about how much nicer the cotton is, you can wash it. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't put any pollutants out there in our waterways. So um, that, you know, that's that's what we've been pushing. I have blogs on the website. Every time I find something interesting, I try to put it up there. And we always offer it. We'll offer most, you know, we'll offer them both because we have to be cognizant of, of the money they have to spend. So um, if we can get a budget, we try to find something that is truly um, eco-friendly because a lot of things that are promoted as being eco-friendly really aren't. So we try to, you know, we try to get in there and, and talk to them about that and, and change their mind or persuade them. Um, and, and sometimes we can. So we just, you know, you just have to teach people and have them pay attention, but it's hard to go against the budgets. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, a lot of this uh, is indicative of manufacturing being done in other countries because back in the day, you know, glass and metal, you know, that was more manufactured here in the United States. So that leads me to my next question. Uh, are there, is there any sign of your products the manufacturing of them re, being rekindled here in the United States, once again, perhaps because of the supply chain shortages, uh, whatever. Uh, is, is there any, are there any signs of manufacturing of your type products coming back in the USA? Some of it, maybe. Low quantities we make here. Um, if it's like a binder, a box, a bag, something like that. But what we do is not, um, they're basically inexpensive products. They're not, if we quit selling these tomorrow, the world would not be worse off. It's not like my, you know, the, the chips that go in our computers and things like that, the medicines that we have. So we're, we're, I hate to say this, I love my industry, but we're really not an important industry. I mean, <laughs> If, if something happened tomorrow and they said, okay, no more promotional products, we're not going to deal with that at all. Um, you know, the world wouldn't stop. But uh, so I don't know. 
uh, cotton. You know, we used to have towels that were manufactured here, but then they moved to Mexico and, you know, uh, I, I don't know if that'll come back or not. I mean, they're trying to get some of the mills back up. I mean, we are bringing paper in. They're making, you know, some papers and things like that here. But it's just, um, it's so much less expensive. And I don't know that people, the young people here, are if they're going to want to get in this type of manufacturing. You know, I mean, it's, I mean, weaving cotton and doing things like that and then cutting and sewing it, it's... Um, it's kind of it's, like I don't know. I'm back. It's kind of like the, the that generation has left the farm and they don't want to come back to it. Right. <laughs> so, right. Uh, well, hopefully, you know, there'll be a, like a cottage industry, perhaps, that will rise up because of alternate products, as you were just saying. Uh, as I said, a lot of products that are so mass produced and made so cheaply is because they are made with plastic. And cottage right. industries are the types of things that could respond to that, if even if it's on a local basis. Uh, but then that local right. basis can always become a national and an international thing. You know, it's, that's just the nature of business. So, and everything is cyclical. So perhaps it will come back our way, Lucy. Yeah, you never know. I mean, um, a lot of things. Uh, you know, the other the other concern, of course, is always dealing with. A price competition when you have people uh, in Mexico and or China who can do a lot of this stuff at a cheaper rate. Uh, so, you know, that's the one thing that all manufacturers here in the U.S. have to always think about. There's competition out there who's ready to take our clients and uh, do things a lot cheaper than we can. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's another issue. Well, you know, uh, the younger that, generation has shown a propensity to be propensity to be willing to suffer a little bit more, shall we say, to do the ecological, the more ecologically friendly thing. So perhaps it's all just a matter of marketing that, hey, our product is made in the USA with uh, environmentally friendly ingredients, and you'll pay a little bit more, but you're doing what you want to do. And uh, as long as I think it would be within a reasonable price range, you know, you can't double it or triple it and expect it to sell. But I don't know, maybe it's wishful thinking. But uh, and by the way, to your comment, I think that the world would collapse if your business went away. I mean, where would we get all the pins that we need all the time and stuff? And what would they do with with these charity (laughs) golf tournaments? There would be nothing in the bags at the end of the day, for heaven's sake. Uh, But uh, uh, it is fascinating uh, uh, speaking with you once again, Connie Jones of Remco Marketing Products. RemcoInc.com is the website if you'd like to reach out to her. That's R-I-M as in Mary, C-O-I-N-C dot com, Remco Marketing Products, RemcoInc.com. Just have a moment left, uh, Connie. I'll let you have the last word here. Okay. Well, if anybody out there is listening that would like to have someone come to them, talk to them, and work with them to develop a a marketing product to help promote your brand. We would love to set something up. Um, We'll work on the phone. We'll work over the internet. We'll Zoom. We'll do whatever you prefer doing, but uh, love to get back out there and meet with clients. I really miss that um, more than anything. 
All right. Very good. Well, thank you so very much. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, please get your tickets for Wednesday, September the 13th. It's going to be a great networking opportunity, a great opportunity to meet the folks at SCORE, hear some great speakers, and share a full day with us at the National Entrepreneur Center in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall. You get your tickets. They're $20 each at orlando.score.org, orlando.score.org. And we'd love to see you there. We'll also be doing, doing a live remote broadcast of my other radio show. So come on out and see it's how, done, how it's all done and uh, share some good times and networking with us Wednesday, September the 13th at the National Entrepreneur Center in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall. It'll begin at 10 o'clock. The doors will open earlier. So come on out, get ready for a great day, and we'll love to see you there. In the meantime, we appreciate you tuning in and telling your friends and family about the show, and we hope you'll continue to do that. And until next week, that's all for What's the Score? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.